two farts, Performers Happiness in the Arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage. We bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity, authenticity, love, and of course, humor. All guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers. And while we do it, ah, we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis. Penis. What's up? You are in the Kavanaugh household. I am Jenna Cantor professionally, but technically I am Jenna Kavanaugh with my husband. Ryan Kavanaugh. That's right. Here we are coming to you live from our couch with our cats who very likely will come and want to make some sort of guest appearance. Yes. (laughs) I wanted to bring Ryan on because we are now approaching Valentine's Day. And that sometimes can seem like a depressing day for our performers, especially if you are traveling or you just don't have time for a relationship. You haven't met anyone and you're feeling like it's not possible. For those who don't know us, we both have that musical theater background and we met through the musical theater industry, not from doing a show together. Um, Ryan, I would love for you to just jump in and just start telling a little bit about your story of the times you don't need to go into massive depth but just where you feel comfortable and where you felt like things were possible or when you felt like things were impossible with having like a solid relationship because of the lifestyle that you chose like with you no in life well you can't hold yourself back with these things okay don't you can you can bring me in no, I'm just saying oh. you can't hold yourself back from from wanting to be in a relationship just because oh, mm-hmm. just because you're um, you know, potentially going to book a gig and go somewhere. You know, you still have to just still try. Um, I just feel like a lot of times it's not a, it's not even an effort of people trying. I just feel like it's more of an effort of people meeting someone that they like. You know, and it takes time. To, you know, it just takes time of. Being in the city for a while, which a lot of people come and go. Um, but there also, I guess there another element of it too. There's a lot, I guess. But another element is um, sort of the same way jobs don't want to hire you if you come and go so much. It's like the same thing with a relationship. Like you do, you want to be in a relationship with someone who's coming and going so often. And um, yeah, you know, it, it just... It gets in the way. It definitely can get in the way, but that shouldn't stop you from trying. Yeah. And then for us, when we first started dating, it was after we met at a mutual friend's wedding. And I pretty soon left. Who left for a gig first? I feel like I had a gig first. Yeah, probably. Yeah. How did that feel on your end with me? Did you feel that kind of at that point? Um, when and when did? Because I know for us, no. th- there were some some obstacles with the distance at some point, but it wasn't right away. Would you mind talking on that? Uh, yeah. Um, hmm. I don't really remember so much at the very beginning of that. Because I did. I think I was doing spam a mm-hmm. lot. You did spam a lot, but I came up to visit you once a few weeks into it, and you would also. You came back a few times too because you had stuff going on, right? That's true. I did go back in and out. Um, and that seems to be the thing too with a lot of gigs that I've gotten that were substantially long. Well, not all of them, but some of them I've been able to come back, you know, for a few days each week. You yeah. know, when I was at the Theater Works tour, you know, a lot of those times you base yourself in New York. Yeah. Um, when we did Goodspeed, I was able to get in a car with a few cast members because it was in Connecticut two hours away. 
and we drove back from Sunday through Wednesday, you know? Um, <laughs> See? We told you the cats would come visit. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, the you look for ideal gigs, I guess. Like, So now I guess the most ideal gig for me now would just be to like somewhere that's close enough to like come and go like like somewhere in connecticut somewhere in new jersey somewhere in um up new york you know not too not you know yeah i'd work in florida i would take the job but i'm just saying ideal you know like dream scenarios to be about two hours away at most so you can make those off days and those times possible yeah that's when you get older yeah, right, right. I remember for us, there was a point because at the beginning, it seemed so easy. And it's probably because of that. But then there were times, you know, if I got a gig, and if I, you know, when you go away to a gig, you meet all these new people. So instead of spending time on the phone, I, I would often just get in that world. And I would hardly call or contact Ryan. And he'd be like, uh, hey, you're, you know, your love of your life is here. You want to clue me in what's going on? Yeah, that happened. That definitely happened. But, you know, that's sort of also in in retrospect, that was a, a more of a reflection of what was going on at home versus what was probably going on in your cast. I mean, yeah, maybe there was a middle ground we met, but I also probably was hanging on more to the phone call than you were because you had a lot going on and vice versa. When I'm doing a gig, you know a lot of times you just get busy and I don't I, I suck at talking on the phone. So like when it comes time to call you, it's like, I don't want to talk about what I did all day. I already did it. Like <laughs> I'll give it a brief summary. Um, yeah. Yeah. When it feels like, and it felt like for a while that our communication was being short, but we just had to chat about it for a little bit and be like, look, I just, uh, you know, don't know what to tell you. And that, talking and doing things with new people all day long and it's not trying to exclude you here but short and sweet is better for me right now you know yeah yeah Ooh. yeah no i definitely get that the person who's out on the gig would be the person who would have that i'm good and then the person who'd be home not doing the gig there'd be uh very very much so that imbalance i see somebody said hello be sure to say who you are definitely saying hey back um it does not let us know on this platform be live who is saying hello but kisses and hugs right back at you so for us, we have now been in an interesting obstacle, and that's the change of where one of us, I have a little bit more of an emphasis as a physical therapist, and then Ryan's still doing the acting thing. So our current challenge has been that balance. If you were to meet somebody who is not in the musical theater industry, hello there, say who's saying hello, so that way we can say your name and give you send you love right back. So we're we're... We're at this point of that that idea where you're thinking, oh, we're both in musical theater. Now it's I, I'm still involved in musical theater, but I'm almost that day job person in the relationship. So we're learning that a different type of balance and understanding, even though I know everything that he's doing is dead on. It's a relearning in a sense, because the I should say it's just changed, right? Uh, a little bit, because, yeah, because for the first bit, you were in school, so it wasn't quite as surreal that you were going to be, like, a professional physical therapist, I don't think, you know? Yeah. You did some community theater while you were in school. You did palace while you were, like, leading up to school. But then 
when you graduated, I think, you know, it really set in a lot more in reality that you're a professional physical therapist, you know, yeah. and an actor too, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. but professional physical therapist has been the main focus because it's a new, new adventure. Cause yeah, new, new, new yeah. and exciting, you know, um, what was the question? Um, just, just talking on the idea of a different balance between us now, because it's like the, it's a different, we were talking about this oh, the other right. day, because right. you know, it's before it's actor, actor, and now it's like day job actor. A bit. Yeah, that, it's just figuring it's so that interesting. out. Yeah, it, it, I guess I just, um, I guess my point is just diving into how things can change and are ever fluid in a relationship. It's the same within theater as it can be for anyone. So we just, we're kind of getting to experience different viewpoints along the way. Um, what would, if for anybody who is, single right now what words of wisdom or, or th insight can you give them from past times when you were single and you would have liked to have been in a relationship that you think you can share with them that might give them some encouragement of some kind is this like are you kidding me <laughs> yeah weird question from the wife for the husband <laughs> but whatever uh no i just i think that the advice i would always give anybody oh, I'm, an, I'm a dating guru now i feel like oh, that's yeah. why it is it's like my, I'm making my husband a dating guru. I'll give you his phone number if you want to be chatting. Um, well, you're giving my phone number to people now. Yes. Um, be yourself. Like, work on yourself the most, you know. Uh, we're always the most impressed with people that are, like, at the, you know, top of their craft, right? The top of their profession, whatever it is they're doing, you know. So just keep working on yourself, you know, working on yourself. And then people are going to pick up on you getting being your best version you know yeah um and when people see you working towards goals and you're what you want and everything you know um especially when you tell people you're going to be a theater actor and all that and you really are going for it there's an admiration from people who aren't in it you know that come with it that they don't really understand the work and the life but they understand that it's not easy and when they see someone who's having some success in it, you know, and some grit and like passion for it, then I, there's a real admiration for, you know, from someone from the outside coming in too. So it always doesn't have to be a theater person meets a theater person, you know, when you date out someone who's not a theater person, you know, you just kind of got to let them in. But most importantly, keep keep, you know, getting better, keep doing things so they can come see you in them, you know, mm -hmm. and be a part of it. Do you think that the amount of money that you make as a musical theater artist should be the thing that deciphers if you whether or not you're worthy of love? No, that's silly. I know, but I just want to say that because for some of you, that may be something that might be stopping you from feeling like you are somebody who should be included in the picture. I think that comes to mind because I, I once was dating a dude who... Um, was well off and I actually felt very uncomfortable being around him because he had so much money and I was on the complete opposite end regarding finances at that time. Um, all right. Now, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind, Ryan, just diving in a little bit deeper, which I know you love to do. I can just feel the energy right now. No, but, but you say such good, insightful things. So I want to dig. Just from that place of feeling down things that you've done for yourself personally that have gotten you out of that, like that just low point, you know, when you're just feeling down, you just feel like shit. 
because of either not being in a relationship or relationship ending. What have you done? What did you do for yourself that got you out of that slump and just feeling like crap? Man, date other people. Date other date other people? Yeah, just like put someone in between. You know, I you know, they're that that phrase of there's more fish in the sea that truly are. There are truly more connections to be made in the world, you know, like friendships are can are a proof of that, you know. Um you know, you, you know, when you're happy in your relationship, right? Well how am I trying to phrase this? Like you're always gonna find new relationships if they're friendships or not, you know, if they're like loved relationships, you mm -hmm. know, pa you know romances. Romance, yeah, romances. So like What's so crazy to believe that once one ends, there's going to be more like just like a friendship, you know, there's different types of friendships, there's different levels of friendships, relationships, you know, and whenever one ends, it sucks either way, you know, but I do think like when you lose a friend, the best way to keep moving in life is to make a new one, you know, um, eventually time helps most of those things. But also, same goes with like to connect it to auditions. It's like, also the same way. If you lose out on an audition, like or a relationship, the best way to get over a bad audition is to go on another one. In my opinion, go to like two more, three more, do three more auditions. Get it? Do three more auditions. Um, <laughs> and and then when you put them in between the one that hurts so bad, you get distance from it. Yeah. Yeah. And then with putting yourself out there, what do you have to say? I don't really have an opinion on this, but I'm just curious what your thoughts are on this. That concept of if you're not looking, that's when you meet someone. What do you think of that? I, I pretty much agree with that. I think it goes with what I was saying with you can't be looking for someone to date. You just need to be looking, you know what I mean? You need to be working on what you like. You need to be looking for the things you like. And if you're, if you if it's auditions, if it's theater, if it's working out, right? Well, if you start doing these things, you're gonna be around the people of like minds. Like it's gonna work itself out. If you put yourself in places that make you happier and do things that make you happier, there's gonna be like minds surrounding you. I love that. Thank you. All right. Now I'm going to move to my two games that I like to do at the end of these interviews, which my husband's going to really love. But you probably already heard this before. <laughs> Maybe once or twice. Maybe once or twice, because he loves me. Uh, paper thin walls. <laughs> and the paper thin walls. Okay, I'll start with an easy one. Okay. Which cat of ours is your favorite? I can't. That's too much. I believe in that answer strongly. <laughs> Which wedding reception of ours was your favorite? I don't. I think because of our dance, the New York one. Yeah, the New York one. It's hard because uh, the other that ones make either family upset. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. It's a safe answer. Friend party. Yes. Do Disney, and I'm I'm going to be separating it, even though it's owned by Disney. So. Disney, as we used to know it, or Marvel? Um, Marvel. Sacrilegious. Should always choose Disney. I know it's owned by Disney, but you guys know what I mean when I say that, right? Am I right? Am I right? Favorite musical? Um, 
Growing up, it was Jekyll and Hyde because I loved the music. Favorite musical theater song? Mm, being Alive. If you could sleep into a certain time every day for the rest of your life without it getting in the way of everything you want to achieve, what time would that be? Uh, noon. That's a good quality time. Would you prefer to be hot or cold? Hot, actually. Hot. Because uh, I just I hate being cold anymore. Too many years of up and up north. Ah. I'm the opposite. I like I like cold. All right. Now, final question for you to answer. This is the inspirational moment. So uh, we are in a cold season. You, we are in an audition season where we could be getting, yes, <clears throat> we are in a season where there can be, of course, a, a little extra rejection going on or an extra feeling of inferiority. I want to give you your mic drop moment, just focusing on that to really lift up the people who are listening right now. What do you want me to say? Anything you got to say, anything you want, speaking to that to just give them inspiration to keep pushing forward. Right. Speaking from the heart. Speaking from the heart. Mic drop moment. Yep. Um, For the record, he dropped the mic thinking it was funny. Um, <laughs> I guess just personally, because I'm getting back on it, and I feel like this month has been one of the stronger months I've had, but there hasn't been a ton from like October through December, there's never that many auditions to be hitting the pavement for, but it's just like, uh, get out of bed and go, you know, get out of bed and go, go to the first one of the day. I think that's going to be like the thing for me is if I can make it to the 10 AM audition, well, then I'm in the city already. I'll make it to the 2 PM audition too, you know? Um, just so like that snowball effect of doing the right thing. And then maybe, you know, if you if you if you have a good day, if you if you have a good audition, whether you get a call back or not, but you feel good about it, well you're probably going to make a good decision on like what your afternoon's going to look like for yourself. If you want to treat yourself to something nicer, you know, or just talk to yourself nicer in your head, you know, or, you know, eat healthy or just go on the right path again cuz you woke up and started that way, you know. So I guess it's like that like wake up and make your bed type thing, you know? Yeah. Wake up early, get one done, get something done and just like keep that momentum going. I love that. Thank you so much, my husband. Mm. I love you very much. Thank you for agreeing to coming on and just <laughs> building from your wisdom and our beautiful marriage and relationship. It, it, no, don't put your hand in between us. Oh, oh yes. Oh, he's pointing to our wedding. Yes, that's our wedding day. All of our pictures of our wedding. I love you, honey. Love you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, Miss Cantor. It's Mrs. No, Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> <Good night. laughs>